All right, we'll just uh, start over. Sometimes life happens. Mm-hmm. Gets a little crazy. Did you ever see Ferris Bueller? Mm-hmm. Sometimes life happens pretty fast. That movie is way overrated. Yeah. God, I think it plays different in this generation. I don't think it plays the same as it did back when I was a kid. But people still freak out over it, and I just don't think it's that great. Well, and you're a different generation, so I get it. I think it was a good movie. I don't think it was like one of the all-time greats. Yeah, I think it's fun, and it's like it's entertaining, and it's really cute and stuff, but I just don't think it's like... like yeah. It has such a status. As it like does have Thursday status. It's interesting. Ever. Yeah, now that you think about it it does have a static as like status as iconic in a way and it maybe for a generation it was i mean that was when i was a kid and it was a cool movie but i don't know how it holds up i haven't seen it in a while so yeah yeah i don't know all right we good my intro again (laughs) yeah we're gonna have to shoot a brand new intro here okay ready to do this thing Mm -hmm. i'm excited to talk about what we're gonna talk about today yeah me too yeah don't be an idiom yeah Corn Talks. I'm Emma Tuss. And I am Brandon Tuss. How was your weekend? My weekend? You asking me? Mm-hmm. My weekend was great. That's good. Happy That's Monday, good. by the way, everyone. I can't, yeah. we, we made it through another weekend. Uh, what did you do this weekend? Well, I worked on Saturday. You worked at your job? Mm-hmm. And then today, or sorry, Sunday, I uh, I just sort of laid around. I got all my scrapbook materials for my scrapbook. I got new paints Actually, I got Golden Brand Paints, which is really exciting. I don't know what that is. It's like a really good, like quality. Ooh, high um, quality! You got acrylic. some plans for them there, paints? Um, yeah, I'm gonna paint. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's weird. Yeah. I'm do you have paint. a Do you have a canvas in I, mind? I what got, you'd like to paint? I got mini canvases, and I got even minier canvases. So I'm gonna I'm gonna paint some stuff. I have some requests, so I'll. Oh, nice! Are you taking commissions? No, I just like. I like to have ideas, like what people would like me to, to paint, because it's really fun. There's, they're so little. What is your favorite thing to paint right now? Like, are, are you into character painting, I'm landscape? Into, what like, are you into? I like cartoons. Cartoons? I, like painting. I My wall, there's Care Bear, there's like Care Bear's Clifford, My Little Pony, there's Garfield. Like, there's all kinds of like cartoons. I, I love drawing cartoons. Do you have any uh, Calvin and Hobbes? I've tried to draw Hobbes, but he's really difficult. He's challenging. He's challenging, but I'm going to, eventually, I will draw I will draw him. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Me too. We have to find that book. We've talked about this before. I will find it for you. I know. I I told you I'd find it for you, and then I lied. But I will find it for you. (laughs) I think I have a feeling I know where it is. I looked in that closet. See that one right there? I looked in there. Nothing. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I know where it is. I might be able to find it right after this pod. Really? I think so. Oh, if you could. I just had a flicker. And then you could trace it. Well, is that cheating? No, it's not artist? cheating. It's just that there's there's not really a way to trace it. If there's no like, because it's a canvas, not paper, so it's like really dark. Oh, well, there's like, a way. There is. Yeah, you could probably Google it. I mean, yeah, I will figure it out. But that sounds like a fun weekend yeah, for you. Yeah, and I got yeah, I got my paint, scrapbook materials, stickers, all kinds of nice. stuff. Nice. What did I do this weekend? I think I just kind of hung out with mom. Oh, we did. We got a big bathroom remodel happening here pretty soon. So mom and I went and and got all of our. Items picked out. We got our vanity and our mirror and our flooring and our shower tile. Lookout world. 
we're going to have a remodel happen in the next month. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of it. You pay people for that stuff. Right. I am not handy. It, it might be hard to say this, and people out there in podcast world will probably say, no way, this guy's got to be super handy. I mean, look at him. He's a Montana boy who probably wears a tool belt, which I do have a tool belt, That's very but cool. I am not handy. My dad's a carpenter. He's very classically trained in all things carpentry. I, on the other hand, am not. You know who is handy? Who's that? Mom. Oh my gosh. Steph is Seriously, super handy. she is super handy. When she's not breaking things on oh, shelves, right, yeah. she is super handy. Like she she installed a ceiling fan. She installed a light fixture. She always fixes like plumbing issues, like But pipes she and won't stuff. put on my tool belt. I wonder why. I don't know. I love a woman in a tool belt. It just mm. Maybe she just doesn't really feel a need to have Maybe. one. Maybe. I just, I like to put it in there because it holds my cell phone and my um, goldfish crackers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. You don't even like crackers anymore. I know. I'm having cravings. That's the problem. That's crazy. Should we spill some tea today? Do you have any? I do have some tea. Okay. Go All right, let's it. spill some tea. Go on. I had a mandate today. What's that? Yesterday. Today. What's We're that? recording this on Sunday. A mandate. A date with men. Oh. Some man, of the bros came over. Date. Okay, yeah, not I a mandate. I, I get was what like, you're mandate. saying. Yeah, that's funny. Had some dude. Yeah. Had some bros come over. We watched yeah. a little uh, soccer. You baked them cookies. Well, I didn't bake them cookies. Notice how I put the cookies away before they arrived. Yeah. I don't share well. I think you brought a good. You brought a good point up when you said I don't share very. And you well. always say, "Oh, I I'd love to share," and you I don't know. really do. It's just you don't really do. I think I'm self conscious because of the banana chocolate chip cookies I baked. They're a little browner than I would have liked them, uh. and. Let's be honest. They don't have sugar in them. They have gluten-free flour. I mean, the the stevia chips, they're delicious to me, but they might not be delicious for my friends. So I don't know. I just kind of put them away because I didn't want people to... Well, judge you? Didn't want them to judge me, and plus I probably want to eat them for myself because one of my treats in the evenings is a nice frozen chocolate chip cookie. I love that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, I had a little man, man date, bro date. A couple you guys dudes came were, over. There's three dudes yelling on the couch about guys kicking balls into nets and stuff. That's true. <laughs> we were kicking some balls and taking some names. Yeah, yeah we, we did watch some soccer today. It was fun. Um, had a little uh, cigar smoking session on the patio. Just just bros doing bro things. Punching stuff? I don't do that that often. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes being Guys and dudes. <laughs> I don't know how that phrase goes, but it was fun. We had a good time. We'll have to do it again. Uh, my my friends uh, Corey and Sean uh-huh. came over, hung out with us. You know, it was it was a good time on a Sunday. I like I like the weekends because you can kind of slow play the day. Like after my exercise is done and my coffee on the on the patio is history, I just kind of kicked it old school and relaxed and that's the beauty of a nice cigar on the patio i probably smell like a cigar right now mm. but dang it was good i just can't wait for like autumn weekends because then it's like the window is open and like the breeze is coming in it just smells like so good do you have and a screen on your window i do okay good yeah we did put that we, in for you that, we, we put that in i in think the spring, right? in in like april because i wanted it so yeah. badly and then i got it how exciting yeah, that is nice. I love, and fall's coming, you know, at the time of this recording, we're at the end of August, right? So, you know, I figure about a month, we got a month of some pretty warm weather. September in the Carolinas is a little warm. But October's also sweaty too. Let's a not, little let's bit, but then that. a switch turns and the leaves start to change yeah. and all will be right with the world. In November, it gets a little chilly. Are you going to be able to handle like not eating any of those fall foods like apple cider donuts? Ugh. and. Uh, 
No. I haven't had an apple cider donut in years anyway. Yeah, it would be nice. Oh my god. But I the thing is that I can still taste it. I can feel it in my mouth. Well, that's all I need. You look amazing, so. Well, thank that's you. All there is oh, to thanks. It. Yeah, you look welcome. amazing too. Thank you. You don't have to say it back to me. No, I don't. I mean, I'm a <laughs> yes, little I'm a little dechaveled right now. No. But it's because I had my bros come over. We watched a little yeah. football, and away we went. So, you know yeah. What I'm going to miss this year, though? What are you going to miss? Mama Steph's apple crumble and vanilla ice cream. We can make it without, well, the ice cream part's a little more yeah. challenging. We could do apple crumble, like gluten-free, sugar-free. It'd, and it'd, be, could, it'd be like rice crumble. How would that work? Yeah, but then what we could do is we could just put butter on it for the ice cream. Butter. Butter. What is it, cocoa butter? Cocoa, I like my cocoa butter. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, well, I mean, today was a good day. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, had a good time with the bros. And uh, that was my tea. All right. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, let's let's <laughs> let Emma set this one up. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I, am, I, am I boring you to death? No. I just forgot to breathe for a second. Oh, man. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> for the ASMR people out there, you are turning into Emma yawning. Sorry. Um, today's topic is going to be a little quirky, got to be honest. Um, we're going to be talking about some idioms. We are. So idiots on idioms. Yeah. That's what we're doing two today. Two idiots talking about idioms. Seriously. And, we're yeah. going to talk about more than two idioms, though. Yeah, seven. So right? where did the idea from this come from? We were sitting around dinner, having a good time, and then I think we said a bygone phrase, and it got us thinking. People still use idioms. And like, it also makes you think, like, where do they come from? Because most of them have very dark backgrounds. That's true. Like, really morbid and scary. Like, like we, after we talked about doing this topic or whatever, like, I... um. I mentioned like Ring Around the Rosie, that, that like little song for kids, like Ring Around the Rosie, Pocket Full of Posies or whatever. And it's like, it's such a scary song. It's about like the plague or something, I think. Yeah, we're going to have to do some deep diving into that after we get through some of our idioms and phrases. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see if we can loop back around to Ring Around the Rosie. I'll do a little uh, quick research here yeah. to see if we can find out what that thing, actually a lot of... Uh, nursery rhymes yeah, and a lot, a lot of, of those Hans Christian Andersen fables are rather dark. Well, do you remember that um that trampoline game like the the dead man is like like laying down and like you jump around the person in the trampoline and then they 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 wake up, they rise, they look for you in the trampoline, they're like they're chasing you. It's like so scary. Oh my god. It, there's like a whole song to go with it. I remember being like so freaked out by that song as a kid. Like, oh, can we sing something else? Please. Yeah. Can you think of any other ones like that? Like um scary songs like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That seems kind of, yeah, those, I don't like those. They, they, I think you can tell we're starting to get into fall because I start to think about scary things because yeah. of Halloween. I don't well, know. Yeah, I went to Michael's today and they have, oh my God. I, I Does the podcast know my obsession with small houses? I don't think they do. Tell us about your small I houses. I have an obsession with small houses, whether they're, they're like animals like in the houses or they're like Food houses or boots or just Christmas themed houses, Halloween themed houses. I just love them so much. And I have about, I have three houses. I have a little teapot, which a little rabbit lives in. I have a strawberry house, which is this big strawberry with like, you know, windows and stuff. And then I have a, I have a Halloween house. It's in a little boot. And I went and checked out the selection this year. And gosh, I have my eyes on some. Are they all by the same company? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So the ones you, mm-hmm. the three you currently own are the same company? I think so. Nice. So yeah. you could add to your collection. Yeah. And I also like, um, 
Grandma Sharon has like a bunch of those Christmas houses, and so does Aunt Aunt, uh, Aunt Anne. And I love those little guys. They're so much fun. I want to like, I want to have one like just for my shelf. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that's cool. And that was a tangent. I'm sorry about no, that. No, that's all right. <laughs> but while you were doing that tangent, I was able to look up a little ring around the rosy. Yeah. So first of all, for those of you that aren't familiar with this uh, nursery preschool rhyme, it's ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes. We all fall down. And as a kid, you're kind of sitting around holding hands and you're kind of dancing and then you all fall down to the ground and you kind of have a good laugh. So I am pulling this from um, (laughs) Sporkle.com. So our friends over at Sporkle. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So this is going to be so they call this meta folklore because they're not 100 percent convinced that this is what this was about. But I'm going to basically read what they said. So basically, the ring around the rosy referred to a red circular rash common in some forms of plague. Mm -hmm. So you were right about the plague. The posies would have been represented the different flowers and herbs people carried to ward off disease. The ashes and falling down was supposed to mimic sneezing and eventually dying from the disease. So if you read it as it goes, you know, ring around the rosy, that rash, so that rash pops up, and then a pocket full of posies to ward it off, whatever herbs or medicines Mm -hmm. you're taking, ashes, ashes, we all fall down, you dead. You know what I thought it was? What's that? I thought that ashes to ashes was like burning bodies. Oh Jesus! To like get rid of the plague and stuff. How scary! Ugh, makes my like makes my yeah. That's skin pretty itch. scary. Oof. I don't know. And like little kids are like ashes, ashes. We all fall yeah. Down. It's so funny you seeing that as a yeah. as a preschooler and you don't even think about it, and no. then it turns out it's had something to do with the Black Death. And as a kid, I was terrified of disease. Yeah. Terrified. Well, like, good thing you're not anymore. Well, geez, I still am, honestly. Well, that syphilis is no joke. <laughs> I mean, come on, you got the clap. Ooh. Here's a clap on. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, there you go. We had a chance to break yeah. out a little uh, pocket full of posy, That's ring so around scary. the rosy. Yeah, that is um, weird. I don't I don't want to think about that. Uh, it reminds me of like, like little kids singing in a circle. And just, like, yes. Just, well, like, I red. think they've played it, like, if they play it really slow and have kids singing ring it. Yeah, see that ah, stuff right scary. there. All I see is a porcelain doll walking down the Shut hallway with up. a knife. No, it's enough, like Chucky. Enough, enough. Dude, I think I just I, saw him. That crossed the line. Um, you know how? You know how I wouldn't sleep because it's freaking Chucky as a child. Oh I, yeah, literally, Chucky. I was terrified. I we went, we should watch Child's Play and then do a part on it. Not a fan. No. He's Mm-mm. cute. No, he's not. He's I don't, like, you're I don't my like, friend. I don't, I don't like small things like that. No, I'm with you. I don't either. I don't like scary movies. I do, but... When not there's, that when there's one. A, not that one. There's something about those, like, dolls. Uh, yeah. Did you hear that Annabelle escaped? For real? The doll escaped? The, the one that's in the glass case that yeah. if you look at it, you become possessed Did or whatever? Hear? Yeah. No. And there are memes Come on, this it. is there, folklore. There are memes that, like, she's at the beach. <laughs> she's, oh, like, Jesus. a bikini on. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but still, how scary. I have, I've still not watched any of those movies. I tried to watch one, and I quit. I'm out. God, now I'm, like, sweaty in the bad way. What's Don't do you? that. Shut up. Oh, never mind. Nope. It was, uh, it was my Solo. Han Solo bobblehead. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get back into the flow here. So we're going to talk. This is Idiots on Idioms. Uh And for those of you that don't know what an idiom is, it's basically a phrase that came from something that means something different. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some popular idioms that people in English-speaking countries use. And you may have heard of these before. Some of you may not have if you're under a rock. And then we'll talk a little bit about what they mean 
Maybe we'll give an example of it and then uh, the origin of it, which I think is the coolest part. So I think what I'll do is I will... I will say an idiom, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have you try and guess what you think it means. Okay. Maybe just guess what it means, and then I'll give you the origin All of right. it. So the first one is turn a blind eye. So I'll turn a blind eye once, but next time you'll be in trouble. Well, what that, do you think that means? That just means that maybe they just they, they just they can't see. They're blind. So they didn't know what you did. But if you do it again, maybe their good eye will be able Ooh. to see you. So the meaning of it is to refuse to acknowledge a known truth. So right. I'm going to turn a blind eye while you're doing this thing. Mm-hmm. The origin is fascinating. So the many of the proposed origins are disputed, but it's believed to have been directly related to a British admiral named Horatio Nelson. Mm-hmm. So listen to this, Ems. In 1801, he led the attack alongside Admiral Sir Hyde Park in the Battle of Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Nelson was blind in one eye. Parker communicated to Nelson at one point via flags, which is how they communicated because mm-hmm. they didn't have the walkie-talkies, that he <laughs> needed to retreat. Like, it was basically retreat, disengage. Right. Well... Nelson was convinced that he could win the war, that he could win this battle if they pushed forward. So Nelson held the telescope to his blind eye and pretended not to see the signal that Sir Hyde Parker was sending his way. Basically making a comment to his fellow officers about reserving the right to use his blind eye every now and again. And guess what? They won. He won the battle. Nice. He pushed forward. He pushed forward and won the Battle of Copenhagen. So he turned a blind eye and came out victorious. Is it not Copenhagen? Or am I crazy? It is Copenhagen. Oh. But I like to say Copenhagen. Copenhagen? Because it sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Turn a blind eye. Am I reading the second one? You can try it. Or should I I guess still? You want to guess? You want to play guess? guess, Okay. So this one, uh, what do you think it means to feel under the weather? I think it means like... When you're sick, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're feeling ill. My son was sick yesterday, and now I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh-huh. We hope that this isn't COVID-related yeah, for seriously. you. Uh, stay safe out there, people. But the origin of this particular idiom is believed to be nautical. Again, we've got a lot mm-hmm. of semen. <laughs> Whoops. Semen. When a sailor was feeling ill, he'd go beneath the bow, which is the front part of the boat. You know, you've got the bow up front. This would be hopefully protect him from the adverse conditions as he was literally under the bad weather that could further sicken him. Mm -hmm. So he was feeling under the weather. He was in the bow of the ship. I see. Interesting. Interesting. I see. I see what (gasps) you did there. We are. That's a pun. That is a pun pun during a show on idioms. That is next level. That is a pun. All right. Here comes the next one. You've probably heard this before. Mm -hmm. Beat around the bush. That means like to avoid it, right? To not yes. actually face it head on. Hundred percent. It means to avoid the point. The yeah. point. So you are <laughs> basically don't beat around the bush. Stop beating around the bush and tell me, Emma, right. what really happened. Exactly. So this common phrase is thought to have originated in response to game hunting in Britain. Hmm. Basically, hunting wild birds. While hunting birds, participants would beat bushes in order to draw out the birds. So you'd basically beat around the bush to get the birds to fly out, and and therefore people with guns would shoot them. And then those cute little dogs would come and put them in their mouths. the duck hunt. The duck hunt, yes. Oh, did you ever play the the game Duck Hunt? When that dog comes up, and oh, he's so cute. Do you remember when we were in um, Ireland? 
and we saw the yes. hounds that were hunting. There were like 30 hounds and they all came and slobbered on my yeah. legs. I, I think was so they were scared. Going, I think they were going on a fox hunt for that. Yeah, they were. But um, this was very, uh, this is very much a bird situation. Can you imagine that being your job? Yes. Taking like 40 dogs out to go look for fox and like on a horse and everything. Whoa. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> Beat around the bush. I love it. Look, they even gave us a picture of a ruffled grouse. That's a quail, ain't it? Yeah, kind of. Boy, they're delicious, though. Quail? Never Put a had little it. Uh, pineapple and Szechuan in there. Have a little Szechuan? Sweet and sour quail. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay, here's another one. This one, we don't use this as often anymore, but this one says, read the riot act. Has anybody um, ever read you the Riot Act? I know. Read the Room. Oh, read the Room. I don't know. Read the Riot. Yeah, Act. Yeah, read the Riot Act basically means to reprimand someone for behaving badly, okay. and it's it's designed to make you rethink your choices uh-huh. and then make a better choice in the future. So um, Emma was being too loud in class, so I read her the Riot Act. I see. Basically, As like that's a warning. what it means. Yeah. So the idiom most likely again comes from our friends the British. Uh, in 1714, they passed what was called the Riot Act mm-hmm. to prevent unruly assembly. So yeah. basically, loud crowds of people congregating outside, again not COVID related, making sure that they are behaving in their best effort. In the 18th century, King George the First. He was the first King George. And the government were fearful of being overthrown by supporters of the previous dynasty, or as they say, dynasty, Dynasty. over across the pond. If crowds of more than 10 people assembled, authorities could read them a portion of the riot act upon which they must leave or be imprisoned, which probably meant they threw them in the stocks and then threw tomatoes at them. Tomatoes? Thus, if someone was behaving in a manner that we find inappropriate, we read them the riot act intending to get that person to stop what they're doing. As like a warning. Could you imagine if they did that in this day and age? Throw tomatoes at you? No, read the riot act. Oh, yeah. I weird. mean, there's already people rioting. So. Yeah, can you imagine? Well, I guess now there's just more like tear gas involved. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have a lot of that back during King George One. They got their muskets and their tomatoes. Oh, my God, muskets. Muskets? That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Muskets. Oh. Hmm, that's a good idiom. All right, here's another one. You ready for mm-hmm. this one? Spill the beans. I love spilling the beans. What does that mean? It means to tell the hot goss. The hot goss. You're going to yeah. leak a secret. Yeah, leak a secret. Leak a secret. Spill the beans. Spilling them beans. Here's an example. Stop being so coy. Just spill the beans. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you use the word coy, coy you, old? you have a punchable face right now, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, if you're using the word coy, don't need to be coy, Roy. Just set yourself free. That was a little Paul Simon wow, right there. Good for you guys. All right, so the origin. This one is a bit tricky, and there is really many different ways we could go. But the consensus on this idiom is that it's most likely derived from the ancient Greeks Ooh. and their voting process. Mm -hmm. which is interesting because we're voting for a president this year. And in the Greek voting process, they didn't use ballots, Emma. Do you know what they used? Beans. They used beans, correct. People could vote by placing one of two colored beans in a vase. You may say vase. I I like vase. Vase is better. So white, of course, typically meant yes, and black or brown meant no. This meant that someone could spill the beans and then the secret results of the election would be revealed. Oh, I see. Okay. That so makes they sense. spilled the beans and that's related to revealing a secret information. That's so cool. Isn't I never that cool? knew that. They should do this in this year's election and instead of using beans, we could use colored M&Ms. 
Ooh, what I colored M and M should we use? Probably orange for Trump. Red, right, right, right. So Republican. Oh, I just Democrat? thought because Trump's kind of orange. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, because they make fun I of him being if orange. Wonder if it's a choice. They could do red and they could do blue. Red state, yeah. blue state. Red is for the Republicans. Would blue you for vote Democrat. or would you eat your M and M? I do. Yeah, I Mama Nums. So. I love Mama Nums. If you could vote this year, would you? I mean, you're only seventeen. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. The decision is very tough, and there's not very good options. I think. Yeah, we're not going too political here, but I hear you. Spill the beans to leak a secret. There you go. Ancient Greek. You know, I don't know why, but I always associate beans with the Old West and like cowboys and stuff. I thought it'd be like, spill the beans. Like, like they're at a campfire with their coffee and stuff. And then like they spill the beans. Oh, no. What are they talking about? That's true. Drama. That could be that could be a result of the idiom, too. Like, yeah. oh, you spilled the beans. Hey, old Harvey spilled the beans. Is that tuna? That was my cowboy. Oh, impression. no, no. I'm, I'm the photo oh, yeah. on your phone. No, that is not. That is my next idiom. Oh. Are on. you ready? Mm-hmm. The proof. Is in the pudding. Pudding. Ah, oh, that looked like the proof tuna. is in the pudding. What does that mean? The proof is in the pudding. Maybe it means that someone dropped a document in pudding. But I think. What do you think it means, though? I know. The proof is in the pudding. What do you think it means? You know, I think it just means that it's like it's it's clear. Okay, that works. So there's there's actually three definitions uh-huh. for this one. There, nobody has decided that the proof is in the pudding is is definitive. So uh, there is evidence to back up a previously made claim, you know, specifically evidence intrinsic to the object in question. Boy, that's deep. Basically, an example would be, of course, this project will be successful. The proof is in the pudding. The process of achieving something isn't important as long as the end product is good. Mm -hmm. So I may have had to walk a thousand miles to find the treasure, but hey, I found it. Right. I would walk 5,000 miles and I would walk 5,000 more. And uh, I Oh, that's 500. Oh, 500? 5,000's a long ways. That is. And uh, another definition is the success of something can only be measured by putting it to its intended use. Boy, that's deep. But this particular idiom, the origin is, um, basically, it's an Americanization of, once again, an old British idiom, which reads, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Pudding. The word proof was synonymous to test in the 16th century, which is when this idiom is thought to have surfaced. Pudding was also very different from today. It was most likely a minced meat dish. Mm. So when they when they refer to pudding in England, it's a lot different than our yeah, pudding it's here. Not, yeah, yeah. There we have like banana pudding over and here. Their pudding. pudding is much different. It's like meat. Yeah. So that is the proof is in the pudding. I see. Yeah. All right. Last one. Let's bang out this last idiom. This one is sports related. Oh. I've got it in the bag. What do you think it means? I've got it in the bag. Oh, I've well, got this it, in the it bag. It means that you're a shoe and you're going to win for sure. You're like, a shoe and you're, it's a success. It's a success. Success Absolutely. is guaranteed. Like Emma is going to go to college. It's in the bag. It's in the bag. We're not going to put you in a bag. I hope not. Oh, yeah, Jesus that's Christ. not good. So an example, I'm not even worried about this you know, podcast because we've got it in the bag. Right. I mean, that's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So I said this was sports related and it's believed that this goes all the way back to the old New York Giants baseball team. Oh. They don't have that baseball team anymore. It's now called the San Francisco Giants. They changed coasts. But this began in 1916. The Giants had a run of 26 consecutive victories. And they had a bag filled with 72 extra baseball baseballs that would be put on the playing field at the beginning of each game. These balls were used to replace any that were hit into the seats or any that became too dirty. The Giants, during this crazy long winning streak, fell under the impression that if they were in the lead during the ninth inning, 
Carrying that bag full of balls off the field would ensure their win because according to the team, they had captured the game in the bag. It's in the bag. The game was in the bag. Oh, I love baseball. Can you imagine how cool it would be to go to like an old-timey baseball oh. game? Oh, it'd be Have so you ever fun. seen the movie Field of Dreams? Yes. Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Great butt. That's actually that's an actual place. Mm-hmm. It's in Dyersville, Iowa. They have a baseball field and a cornfield. And this year, they were supposed to play a major league baseball game there. Really? Between two teams, yes. And the players were going to walk out from the corn and play. That's terrifying. No, no, no. Don't think of children of the corn. Think of baseball players coming out of the corn. Still scary. Malachi. Corn, in general, is just an eerie type of cover. This is interesting. Because if you hadn't have seen Children of the Corn, you wouldn't see corn as being scary. But I no, feel like every actually, every horror movie involved with corn is scary. Actually, no. My my fear of corn came from being a child being lost in the corn maze at freaking the the play farm. We had my pumpkins from oh my, my school. Oh my god, really? Did you get lost in there? Yes. We found you like three days later. You were fine. <laughs> it was fine. I was just eating corn. <laughs> That's right. You, you wouldn't die of starvation. I was shucking it. Shucking it. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, we'd like to thank our friends over at Britannica.com. You know, and have you, are you familiar with Encyclopedia Britannica? I, yeah, I had to look So encyclopedias are these books that you use to find information. I know. I went to the library to go look at where does one go now for information? The internet. The internet. But I used to go to the library and look at the Britannica because my teacher made me because she was mad at me for being And thank you for Britannica.com. You know what I used to do, speaking of fun books? Huh. I used to uh, look for dirty words in the dictionary. Me too. I'd highlight them sometimes. <laughs> I was trying to think of some dirty ones. I looked boobs. up like the... Di- oh, God, yeah. Boobs. Boobs is cool. Bosom. You know what I love about the word boob? Huh. It's spelled the same forward as it is backwards. Oh, my God. And then if you flip it upside down, it says poop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but there's yeah. a huge dictionary at the Hearst Free Library. We talked about the library on Friday with the books. Yeah. They have this huge dictionary, and I used to look up like fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's Diarrhea. So funny. Oh my God, I hate that word. Oh, Who likes I hate that word? it. I don't know. It just uh, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But I remember, I remember when I was in like second grade, we got a big old dictionary, and I, I took my highlighter out and I went bosom and penis. Like oh, wow. Words. Good for you. Yeah. That's good. Your formative years. Well, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much for that. How old was I? Like what? Like nine? Yeah, eight, eight. nine. I actually nine. looked one up last year, so what, I was you look up? 45. I think it was prostitute. Oh, not prostate? Oh, prostate. Prostate? Prostate? When's your first prostate exam? Um, Counting the one I gave myself last week? Last week. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> no, okay, cough. this... uh <coughs> Cough, yeah. No, you're supposed to have your tubes cleaned when you're 50. Okay. Go in there. Yeah, you should probably get that checked out. You scared? Um, I don't know. I might just turn it into a day. Maybe a spa trip. <laughs> go get my nails done. Get have my facial. prostate done. <laughs> then maybe have come back and have a cigar on the patio Ooh. and just... You know, I'll just ice it. And then, yeah, just ice it. Just sit on a bucket of ice. Yeah. Well, when I had my vasectomy, uh, I was able to use peas. You put peas on your um, uh-huh. on your uh, bits, and mm-hmm. uh, it keeps the swelling down. Okay. And I also use that for my uh, wisdom so teeth. I haven't had that removed yet. You might not have to. Some people don't. Yeah. What's interesting is I actually got smarter after my wisdom teeth got taken out. What if that happens for me? I don't know. What if that happens? If That'd you get crazy. any smarter, I'd be scared. Like, you'd be on genius, yeah, genius right. level. Right. Yeah, I'd be very scared. But again, thanks to our friends at Britannica.com. Well, Sporkle was the people that told us about Ring Around oh. the Rosie, which, I mean, Sporkle, I think those people got something <laughs> great because a Sporkle 
is a fork and a spoon together. So it's and spork. also a a fun way to say sparkle. Sporkle. Actually, I'm envisioning a sparkle is a somebody like a, an oric like what do they call it a monocle, uh-huh. but it's got the the cutouts of a spork. So just it's for, a sparkle just for fun. Just for That's fun. And then you could turn a blind eye to it. Don't tell Gucci. They will they will take that idea from you, you know. They would? Mm-hmm. Oh man, Gucci. 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 That's cool. Well, yes. This was uh idioms are fun. Idioms are fun, kind of scary. They are. The way the way life used to be it's very different. Me. And we talked a little bit about and we're not going to go into these, but we talked about, you know, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite, like right. all these words that we still these phrases we still kind of say. They're not necessarily idioms per se. They actually happened, but we still use them when we don't even think about it. So, what I would challenge the listeners out there to do is be on the listen for idioms and other sorts of things and ask yourself, where did this come from and why am I still using it? My insight for today... Oh, should we transition to insights? Yeah. This is Emma's way of saying, it's time to bolt. My insight for today is... Okay, personally, I get bored with those same words. I like to kind of spruce it up. Ooh. So I recommend spruce that Spruce it up. That's you, one right there. Yeah, you learn a word today. And not even learn it. Just use a new word you haven't used before. Like, I say the same things all the time, and then I get bored... So just say something fun, like cadaver. Don't call the tra- don't call it a trash can. No, call it a bin. C- call it a bin. That's what they do across the pond. Yeah, call it a a a, a, a waste receptacle. Call a biscuit. Oh, b- put the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> biscuit in the basket. Oh, or, man. But I like saying like like just use like a word like macabre or melancholy. Oh, I love melancholy and macabre. Or just like something swag. Don't swag be don't confuse too. macabre with macaw. Or pecans. Oh, pecan. Pecan or pecan? Pecan. Is it pecan or pecan? Pecan pie, homie. Oh pecan or pecan? It's pecan to me, but the people vase here or vase? say pe- vase. Nice. But I say vase sometimes too. Tomato, tomato. Tomato. Over at the pond, they say tomato. I'll have a tomato sandwich. Tomato sandwich. Tomato sandwich. <laughs> what a sad little sandwich that, that would is. be. Yeah, but you slap a little bacon on there. Bacon, lettuce, That's tomato. A BLT. <gasps> that is a BLT. We need an episode about sandwiches. We need an episode about BTS. Ugh, I don't like BTS. K-pop. Well, my insight is, you know, I like your ones about learning new words, but um, I always am a big fan of just research. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're not sure of anything, we have in our hands, most of us carry a cellular phone. And if you are one of those people who doesn't still use the flip phone, you should Mm -hmm. be able to access the interwebs via your smartphone. And you can find out in real time when something is interesting or unique or you just want to fact check. It's in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Walk it in your pocket. So my insight would be, hey, if you've got something you're not quite sure of, look it up. Look yeah, it up. Yeah, look it's it right up. there. It's right there for the taking. It's right in your hands. Yeah. So yeah, that's my insight. That was nice. I like that. That was good. This was a this was a very interesting episode because we kind of threw it together last minute, just things we think. So I think it came off pretty well. Me too. I like this type of podcast a lot because it's fresh. Fresh and flowy. We plan too much. I get bored. Yeah, we don't want to plan too much, but it is, I mean, it is kind of important to have a plan because we have a listener out there that really wants us to be on our game. Just one. That's, yeah, the other ones have dropped off. But that's okay because we're here for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where you just let it go. Let it go. So we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something really good for Friday. Are you okay? I'm so disappointed in you. I know. It's fun, though. 
This has been Corn Talks. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. We love all our listener. Yeah, we love our <laughs> we listener. We love you. We have, we have dropped the you. S. We have dropped the S. We are no longer plural. We are just listener. And we like that. Mot. I love you very much. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Would that be? That wouldn't be an idiom, though. That would be just a play on yeah. words. Mm-hmm. Well, that was very nice. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see you guys on Friday. Have an amazing week. Take this week by the cojones and have a lovely time. Bye, Emma. Okay, bye. (sighs) (laughs) And we out.